What's up, everybody? Welcome to We The Process, episode 59. We are at the two-minute warning in a very soon-to-be Eagles victory. They're up 34-13 to right now. We were feeling confident. Yeah, over the New York football giants. Um, you know, you know who I'm here with. As usual, despite the weather being ridiculous, no one melted on their way here. Their glasses did fog up. That was bad. I, could, I literally could not see. But of course, I'm here with Kyle Pollander, a.k.a. Paul. Credit to me. And I'm here with Sean Connolly. And Sean, how was your weekend at Comic Con last weekend, man? I like the little sound up buttons right there, too. You got me. Nice, man. Chirping at me. Okay. Here, I don't know. But yeah, as as I said, um, Eagles victory tonight. Fantastic. We're going to get into that more. We're also, you know what we're going to do? We're going to talk about the one, the two, the three. The four, the five, the Sixers. They start on Tuesday. They open up in Boston. I, I didn't. I that was know. A crescendo. I. That dude, was a good build up. As we know on this podcast, we know I can fucking count. Okay. Very. I good can at math. fucking count. I can't wait for the Sixers to start. Big year. Markell's gonna be in the starting five. I just know it. Big year. We're gonna talk about all that. But first, you know who we're gonna talk about. We're going to talk about the Randy Knowles team. This episode is sponsored by the Randy Knowles team. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or rent in South Jersey, call Jamie Knowles Pollander at 609-970-3530. Check out the Randy Knowles team on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to stay up to date on all of their homes for sale or rent. The Randy Knowles team, official realtor of We The Process. Flawless. Flawless. Thank you. I really appreciate you saying that. Um, but without further ado, we're going to get this episode going. Let's go. Try it out. getting hit by bombs right now it sounds like aka thunder um wait that's not thunder do you guys hear that you know what that is kyle you know what that is oh what is that that's the odell beckham jr doomsday clock returning segment absolutely ticking away right now my man has fought an air conditioner left the field early at halftime shrugged off a fan and has a fucking package of ramen noodles for hair right now. He also was like, him and uh, Saquon Barkley shared a very sensual moment there. It was awkward. It was nice. It was weird. Say the least. Awkward. So do you think, is he saying they're a package deal? Is that what you whispered in his ear? We're a package deal. Remember that. Yeah, I think that the Eagles may have hit up the Randy Knowles team to buy some real estate in Odell Beckham's head. They sure did. That was a good one. Because I'll tell you what. I liked it. The dude's going off the rails. Uh, they're showing him literally crying. He's literally crying right now. There is snot coming out of his nose. He's got his uh, he's got his earrings on. It's a heck of an earring. Yeah. yeah. No, it's one earring. Yeah, it's like oh, it's just dangle. one earring. Yeah, yeah it's like a Michael Jordan dangerous. special dangler. Yeah, but he's got the hoop earring though. Yeah. Mike, no, I'm not a hoop, it's like a chain. Yeah, no, he was Who had the dangly uh, one? I don't know. 
know. Latrell Spencer from uh, White Chicks. Man. <laughs> anyway, the Eagles moved to 500. They are now 3-3. Three and three. Um, It's official. The game went uh, final. The Eagles just defeated the New York Football Giants 34-13 to 13 up in the Meadowlands. Very wet game. Dare I say. Dare I say. Wettest. Ain't nothing wrong according with a little wetness, brawler. A lot, lot of wetness up there. Ain't but, nothing wrong with the brawler. Um, I think where we need to start as far as this game is concerned, um, coming off of last week's absolutely disappointing loss to the Vikings um, to take us to two and three, you know, the, the, the rematch of the NFC title game last year when we just absolutely boat raced the Minnesota Vikings, they came into our place and they beat us and we haven't lost there in a long time. So that was a big loss. Yeah, it was. But the Eagles rebounded absolutely like very strong. Exactly how you would want the Super Bowl champions to answer their offense against us against the sorry. Feel like you can breathe. Yeah, absolutely. Just not worry about the Eagles. When we're talking about this earlier, we can. The Eagles win tonight. We go into Sunday and just enjoy all the football games. I was talking. I was talking to Tim earlier on PS4, and I was like, "Why can't the Eagles just blow them out tonight? I deserve to just sit back and watch the Eagles just destroy some New York Football Giants. I want to see some Eli faces, and I wanted to see some Odell Beckham crying. I got a little both. And did, also, you, did you ever? I also got to see uh, Saquon Barkley be very good at football, which um, is not great. I think I don't think the inability so the inability to tackle Saquon is not a testament to this defense. I don't think anybody can tackle him. Okay. Yeah, he, he's they kept showing his legs, which I guess I get, but those Tro- legs Troy can Aikman loves Saquon Barkley's legs. Absolutely. Um absolutely loves and the, his the legs. The Eagles cornerbacks have been having a really hard time tackling and it really showed tonight. Let me just say that Saquon Barkley led his team in rushing and receiving tonight. 13 carries, 130 yards, so he's averaging 10 yards a carry. Nice. And nine receptions for 99 yards, averaging 11 yards. He could very well have what David Johnson on NFL Network said he wanted to have this year, the 1,000 and 1,000-yard season. He absolutely could because Odell Beckham had, what, three receptions tonight? That's very possible if Sean wants to bring up those stats. Did he have more fights with inanimate objects or catches tonight? (laughs) I don't know. Does Dude, his own I'm just mind saying, count as an inanimate like, object? Remember when he fought the net? That was that was something. And okay. the net fought back. Right. The net did fight back. For all inanimate objects out there, it really it, it stepped up. It was, the, it was the Me Too movement of inanimate objects when that happened. It was a net schneebly. Now, so, when's his luck going to run out and he like breaks his hand punching something? Because he's acting like a toddler. The Odell Beckham death clock, dude. So if we want to compare the two number one wide receivers... Um, your boy Odell Beckham, six receptions for 44 yards, so he's averaging okay. seven points. He might as well catches. could have had three catches, yeah. 44 yards. That's Alshon, catch. eight catches, 74 yards, 9.3 average, two touchdowns. Two touchdowns. Been an absolute monster difference. since coming back from injury. This is healthy Alshon Jeffrey we're talking about. And I do want to credit uh, Tim, myself, and Sean, and we the process as a whole, saying as soon as Alshon comes back, this offense is going to be fine. I thought the offense looked okay other than the offensive line last week against the disappointing loss to the Vikings. Yeah. And I thought that pretty much the same thing again tonight, but the offensive line did tighten up a little bit better. And I, we'll probably talk a little bit more offensive line later. But Carson Wentz with a hell of a night. Yeah, he was 26 for 36, 278 yards, and three touchdowns. What's that What's that rating? 122.0. Yeah. That's uh, 30 points away from a perfect QBR, I believe. Eli had a 66.1 rating, 24 for 43. Bad. He threw a lot. How did, Well, 
a lot of it was little dump offs to yeah, Saquon yeah, right. and yep. like stuff like that. But um, yeah, I mean, you threw me off a little bit there. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, the hand signals. You're I'm like sorry. you're like you're like guiding the airplane, <laughs> I'm and sorry. I'm sorry. the pilot's not gonna just keep going if you tell him to stop. Credit to Doug Peterson because they ran him. the ball. They ran the ball 20, 29 times total. Wendell Smallwood did the workload. Eighteen carries. What was the for split? Only fifty one yards. Two point eight average. But he stuck with it. Corey Clement had eleven for forty. What was what was the split on the on the uh, passing? Would it be thirty six? Yeah, 36, I guess yeah, it would be thirty six yeah, twenty nine. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. a pretty good ratio. Yeah. Um, and that, especially for the modern day NFL. And another game where Carson Wentz has under what was it fifty throws or was it forty? Yeah, I think it was under forty yeah, throws. Yeah, he was under forty throws. So we're indoctrinating Wentz back in the offense pretty well. And he's yeah. been performing. If um, anyone thinks that Wentz is the problem, they have another thing coming because I will fight them. Okay. I agree. Um, you know, you make plays, you win football games. Um, Camus Grugio Hill to start the game with a pick. Big play. Again, Jordan Hicks, we always say he's a playmaker. He's always, always at the, the right place. Yep. He, Michael he Bennett. the one that tipped the pass. Putting pressure on the QB. The defensive line all game putting pressure on the QB. And with the lack of blitzes, still putting pressure on the QB. They're rushing four. They're still a couple when Nigel Bradham had the Yeah, sack. and he when we blitz, obviously. it works. Yeah. He does, exactly. he, we do not blitz often, though. I'll tell yeah. you that. I feel like it catches you know the offense off, off guard. We throw him a little curveball. Right. We'll see. I agree. Um, You know, just a, a great win by the Eagles. Um, You know, I, I liked what Doug Peterson did. Credit to him. Um coming in wearing a pair of glasses and really just, you know, um, game planning yeah, to win a football game. How can see the field better? He's seeing everything better, fella. Yeah, I thought we looked really good tonight. That's all I, I'm going to say. I agree. I do want to ask you, why do you think knowing Lane Johnson was injured, why do you think they didn't start another or pretty much activate another another tackle? That's a great question. Um, Lane Johnson's not really an injury guy. Maybe that's why. Maybe they... I don't know why they start. They they put Nate Sudfeld in right instead. They they dress Nate Sudfeld tonight. Yeah, they did dress Nate Sudfeld. Okay, that's a little weird. Um, mm-hmm. I, I can't answer that. Um, those guys are weird. I, I guess know. I guess they were. I think he was confident in Sayamalu being able to be versatile and move over to the right side. I Maybe. mean, they probably have. They probably talked about that. They probably had that same exact, you know, situation going in their head. I guess they didn't predict Jason Peters getting hurt. But I will say that he does get hurt and come off the field at least once a game. I agree. And in his, in his ripe old age of, what, 102? Um, 106. Oh, sorry, my bad. Um, but, no, yeah, I, I couldn't answer that question. Um, maybe he wanted to give Nick Foles a break with, the, with holding the PATs and he wanted to bring Nate Sudfeld in to do that for him. I don't know. Doesn't there we go. There's my Sudfeld answer. always do that? No, Cameron Johnson does that sometimes. Oh, does he? Yeah, punters usually hold yeah. it. Oh, cool. Yeah, I don't know. Credit to the refs tonight. There was only nine penalties called tonight. I will never give credit to the refs, but I <laughs> oh, especially right. off that one uh, that roughing the passer. I'm just saying, usually it's worse than that. No, no, you're, right. no you're absolutely no, you're right. It was do the refs. The refs really didn't make their mark on this game. Yeah. If you, I like that crew chief or whatever you call him. I, I know that that's the Nerd. baseball term. I yeah, believe, but I guess you can call him a crew chief. Yeah, no, I think that's what they. Or the call head him. referee, maybe. Yeah, sure. I'll give you some head, and Sean can referee it. <clears throat> so, uh, moving on. Before we move on to the Sixers, um, me and Paul were talking about something earlier that actually needs to be said and needs to be discussed um, out in the open. We um, and of course, you guys know exactly what we're talking about. We're talking about the great cheese nips debate. Okay. Oh man, jeez, oh, the cheese nips. 
What am I, that guy bringing up the human statue in Hot Fuzz? You guys were so like, oh, shit, the fucking cheese nips. Listen, I didn't know there was such a hate for cheese nips. Like, that's all I know. Cheese nips are absolutely They fucking suck. Here we go. I saw them. Sharp and thin. No. No, no, no. The only thing I like. handle something sharp. Or thin. I don't want anything sharp and thin. I want it fucking fat. All right? You're a rat. You're a rat. So. Let me say this. Okay. They are nowhere in the same stratosphere as Cheese It. I no, I, I never I, said that. No, I'm saying yeah. I'm just I'm putting it out there for everyone no, they, that dude. We're not coming at anybody. We're just saying we're just saying this. This is our take. Yeah. Fuck Cheese Nips. Hashtag fuck Cheese Nips. I'm not, on, I'm, not, I'm not with it. You know what? You know what? You need to try out some Cheese Nips. Yeah, and then you'll be like, you know what? Next pod, we'll bring them in. All right. And you know what? I want you guys to try them too because I want to see what you're all about. Tune yeah. into that pod. Might be interesting. You should. You should totally. Might be cheesy. Li- I don't know. You should totally listen to the next episode. Get your cricket sounds up. Yeah, can I have your phone, please? I want the crickets. <laughs> what? What? My phone? Yeah. Um, what phone? But, but yeah. Fuck cheese nips, by the way. Yeah, before we move on from the Eagles, let's talk about... Cheese nips. Let's talk a little Le'Veon Bell situation. No, no, I think it's a great idea. Um, I don't know if anyone has heard. If you haven't, um, buy You're a fucking with... smartphone. I don't know. I don't know what to <laughs> tell you anymore. Patrick Starr. I don't know right what now. to tell you people. Um, although, wait. Really quick, before we get to the Le'Veon Bell thing. Um, I had a customer come in the other day and I rung Tim's her up. A locksmith. Yeah, I'm a locksmith. This is a lock. Um, so she came in, um, you know, I took care of her order. Um, stop. I knew you guys were going to do that. Go on. <laughs> I was giving her a change and there was another older gentleman in there and they were talking about smartphones and she whipped out one of those first fucking Nokia's like the one you would play snake on. Yeah. And she's like, this is what I have. And I was just like, What? <laughs> I hadn't seen one of them in so Dude, long. Dude, she can literally bash you over the head with that. How do you fucking get one? You go to the store and you buy one, you little bitch. They do not sell those. <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna pick. You pick those so, things up at a fucking yard sale. They're so adorable. That could be the same phone she's had since 2002. That is a very good point. They yes. don't have software updates that are gonna slow down. Their Dude, phone. she should start handing out her upgrades to people like in need. Like, come on. She's gotta have like 20 upgrades. At this point, the Eagles need to upgrade their running back. Position. They absolutely do to Le'Veon Bell. What, what way could they do that? They could do it, Le'Veon Bell. They could go Jordan, Jordan Howard. Howard. Here's what they shouldn't do: Lashawn McCoy. They should not do that. And I think that uh, David Johnson is way out of the realm. Of yeah, I'm not even thinking They're about that. Ask so much for him. Yeah. So, so um, before anyone jumps down my throat, I love Shady McCoy. It's just not a good idea at this point in his career. Oh yeah, he was I one love of my him. Favorite Eagles for a little. I bit. agree. I I love him so much. I just don't think. I would rather have Corey and, and Wendell at this point. That's just all I would want. Wendell's I don't, need to hang on Because people aren't thinking about this either. You have to make a decision then. If another running back comes here, you're going to have to cut one of these running backs. Cut them with a thin and sharp knife like a cheese nip. No. No. What? I like them thick. Cheez-Its. I, always thick, brother. Cheez-Its are so much better. They have like a... They have like right. a they're just so much better. You guys anyway. want some Jordan Howard stats? Let's hear it. Sure. By the way, could not believe he's 23. Yeah, yeah. he's the same draft as... Uh, Three years so far. You know why I didn't, you know why I didn't think he was 23? Blue. Because nobody, nobody likes you when you're 23. I get it. Thanks, man. It's like Blink-182. Yeah, continue. Nice. Okay. So, <clears throat> in 2016, rookie year, he had 1,313 yards. And then 2017, he had 1,122 yards. He's good. Those are great stats. I had him when and I, I feel like he doesn't really fit in with what Matt Nagy likes to do. Yeah, he only has two hundred and three yards. Which this year. it's not necessarily a bad thing. 
that he doesn't fit into that offense because their offense is really performing. Right. He just doesn't fit the system right now. And that's like running DeMarco Murray on sweeps. But that's okay. Come to the Eagles. <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> Come but, to the uh, Eagles. So what, what would you be willing to give up for a to guy give up? like See, Jordan Howard? That's a great question. A three? A three? Is that Sean saying a third? A third round pick? That's a I great... I don't even... I don't know. I don't I even know how NFL trades work. Yeah. They're so weird. They are. We could get we could get Lavian Bell for a second round pick. Wait, what? Like that would be nuts. It doesn't make any sense, but it does because it's just how the NFL exists and how the the longevity of running backs and players in the NFL compared to other sports is. Like, could you imagine trading a second round pick? Who's who's the all right? So, would you say Lavian Bell's the best or the second best running back in the league? Probably, yeah. So who's the who's the second best player in the NHL? Alexander Ovechkin. Yes. Mike. Okay. Steven Stamkos, something like that. Imagine, One of those guys. Imagine the Flyers just trade a second-round pick and pick up fucking Alex Ovechkin. I like, mean... You know what I'm saying? Jizzy. It's just so weird. We, we trade a second-round pick for LeBron. Like, it's just that so would, weird. That would be Not crazy. LEBron. He's not the second-best. Kevin Durant. You trade a second-round pick for LeBron Kevin Durant. Very weird. Okay? So, in the NFL, you can just do that. So, again, so weird to me. Don't know what you can trade for things, but a second-round pick sounds good. But you would know how much is too much. I would. Um, how much is too much for Jordan? Allen? I would say picks and players is way too much. Okay. But what player are we talking? Like, who would you even like begin to like think about moving? I we don't even, have like, much depth. You, exactly. Yeah, you do not need to start removing players from this team. You can't do that. But are the Bears like what are they looking for? Like, if we think give about a, the Bears, right give now, them a second. Is, like, they, yo, they just spent a lot of picks yeah, getting Khalil Mack. Those are first round picks, but they if we picks. give them those, you know, later round picks, they can combine them. That is a very good point. And the biggest eye popping stat. Jordan Howard's career is that his longest rush was a whopping 69 yards. Nice. Dude. That is the nicest stat of the say. He knows how to he knows how to get get yards. Gig. Nice. Okay, so too much for either one of them. Um I mean anyone any pick that you trade away for one of these guys. When you're picking someone in the draft, you're hoping that they become someone like Le'Veon Bell, someone like Jordan Howard. So I don't I don't have any problems with giving up picks. I, before we get like again, I don't want people to decipher this as Lavian Bell and Jordan Howard are in the same stratosphere. No, Lavian Bell's very is definitely better than Jordan Howard. 100%. Right. Yeah. So you you would think then we could get Jordan Howard for cheaper, yeah, which is even more alluring to me. The Bears aren't using them that, that much. They need to recoup talent. some picks. Yeah. But the other side of the coin is. The Steelers don't have any leverage with Le'Veon Bell right now. They None. Just don't because they know that he's going to leave, and they want to get something before he leaves. Whatever. So they're going to want to make a move. Makes soon perfect sense. Because week seven is when they said he's coming back, and that's creeping up. And when they say week seven he's coming back, does that mean he's going to be gone and coming back to yeah. another team by week seven? And I did see that report by ninety-seven or ninety-four-one. Shout out ninety-four-one. Great, great station in Philadelphia. The best. They have the best there. hosts on there, especially you great. know. Great After, or, uh, what is it? Drive time? Yeah. Afternoon, the afternoon show. Great show. Yeah, that's one of the best. Fantastic show. We love great it. Show. Love great everyone show. that's on there. Yep. But they did say that there was a report that the Steelers were wanting Howie Roseman to call them back about Le'Veon. So they're desperate. They're like that one girl you meet at the bar. She's like, oh man, I really wish Paul would just call me back. And like, guess what? I ain't calling you back. Like, Unless Until you got something you I up. want, or you're talking, you're speaking you my language. Up. Hit me with a you up text. Guarantee I'm up because I haven't trouble sleeping. Maybe someone can help me out with that. But 
If you know anybody, let I me know. <laughs> I digress. I would be very happy if we traded for one of those running backs. Let's move on. I agree. Um, everyone stay tuned to our Twitter, obviously, for that, and Instagram. Um, as soon as something breaks, absolutely get on there. Um, we'll be all over it, for sure. I know for a fact that all of us at least have two sports um, notifications that are popping up on our phones at, at one time. So, like, I have multiple sources just, like, popping on my phone. So many sources. Um, so many, many sources. So many. You'll be tired of how many sources. You'll be exhausted. There'll be so many sources coming on your phone. You'll be exhausted. Okay, I'm going to put a lid Damn. on that right now because there's that was two. That was your quota for Donald Trump. Oh, I made one earlier in the thing. You just call him Donald Trump? Come You're on. damn right I called him oh, Donald man. Trump. Oh, here we go. That's a bad one. Anyway. Uh, no, I didn't mean to call him Donald Trump, but it just happened. So, hashtag Donald Trump. So, um, the Sixers. Coming up soon. Honestly, I think we should start with a, a shout out and congratulations to Joel Embiid signing a huge shoe deal with Great. Under Armour. Love Thanks, you. John. What's the first okay. thing he does after he signs with Under Armour? What he, do you mean? He gets in a like a, a UPS style oh, yeah, truck, yeah, yeah, okay. I've drives that. down to Philly, and starts handing out fucking free T-shirts to kids. Yeah, love great. that guy so much. And he put out that that really really funny and touching article. Yes. About you know he was. Pretty much a kid in Cameroon five years ago playing PS2 with his little brother. They didn't have shit. He would be sneaking out, playing basketball, trying to sprint back home before his parents got home. Yep. He would just be sweating, studying on the kitchen table. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? He's like, I was watching cops. But. No. When he was sweating, you remember he said, he was sweating and studying. And they said, they were like, oh, he must be studying really hard. Yeah. yeah. He made that joke. And it's just like, yeah. Like, yeah. Joel Embiid is in a constant state of sweat. Yeah, I love is. him. He's just he's, always He's sweating. almost like. He's like Josh, I feel Josh like you're just that big. You're He's just big. Like, yeah. You're closer to the sun, which isn't hot. It's just radiation, but we'll get to that later. Yeah. yeah. We'll definitely. touch that later. Yeah. Yep. Definitely a big topic. I mean, ice today. is made of water. Sweat is pretty much water. You put the you put the cards together. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. But Joel Embiid, great, great, great job getting signed. You don't see many really big men get signed by At these all. crazy shoe deals. When's the last big man to have like a, sh- a signature shoe? I don't even think did Shaq have shoes. Yes, the yeah. Shaq Gnosis okay. for Reebok. That, they were fucking me. Didn't Carl Anthony Towns have a shoe? No, he no. has hyperdunks. He, he, he just wears generic ass Nike hyperdunks. Yeah, KD. Like Kyrie, we're talking, um, we're like pe- like big men like that. They do. Yao. They I'm do trying to think deals. of like big time big men. Yao Shaq, Ming's on that list. Mutombo. Shaq's on the list. Matumbo's on the list. Charles Sean Barkley. Bradley. Charles Barkley. They're sitting right behind you in the closet. Yeah, Barkley's. Okay. I have yeah, Barkley's. Yeah, he's Barkley. more. He's more of a, like a four, but. But again, yeah, look but who we we're talking about. Yeah, you're exactly. putting Joel Embiid in that conversation. Yeah, exactly. Plus, like, you know, big men do sign deals with shoe companies, but not all of them get a signature. This shoe. is great. Might have to grab them. When the I'm process get one drop, I'm getting. I don't care what they look like. They are getting purchased. So we are. If you haven't noticed, he is the reason for all this. Yeah, thank you, Joel. Credit to me and Tim. We're both repping some Under Armour today. I am not. Sean, we can say you are. Go Devils! Sean is definitely repping Under Armour. He has a nice Under Armour shirt on right now. Or is that Faith Rupee? I like that. Thanks. Um, Anyway, the Sixers. Yeah. Coming up, they tip off October 16th on a Tuesday. Yep. This Tuesday. This Tuesday. Come on. Come, it's it's coming in TD Garden in the in the garden. How are you feeling about that first game, dude? I've been saying this for weeks. I have been saying this for weeks. They are going to smack the Celtics on opening night. There's nothing about so. more. They could lose the second game, the one that we're at, right? 
Yeah, when I work, Sean's actually going to the home opener. Ooh, we're nice. going who to they, the second. One. Who are they home opening against? The Wizards. It's always like it's always someone like that. Yeah, but we're going to the game against the Magic. That's the Magic on Saturday. Hijonia, my favorite basketball player. Mario Hijonia. Yeah, my favorite. Yep. Yeah, Mo Bamba. Dude. True. Credit to me. My fella Mo. Um, sorry, I just didn't want the PC police to come. Um. But yeah, no, I. Oh, they're I, playing the Bulls. They're, oh, they open up against the Bulls. Yo, fuck. That's Zach a good Levine. game to go to. I fucking hate Zach Levine. Why? Here's my here's my takes on the Bulls. Okay. I hate Zach Levine. Okay. Because he stinks. That's the only he's a thief. He's the thief of the NBA. He's like, ah. he's like the Sam Bradford of the NBA. I don't know. What's that one guy's name? Tyler Johnson. Yeah. Also with yeah, he definitely he's, steals he's, he's, shit. I'd he's rather have him on my team than Zach Levine. What? Absolutely. Tyler Johnson is pretty good. He's better than Zach Levine. First off, he all looks Zach like, Levine can do is dunk. That's it. And he's Tyler not a good te- not a good teammate. Oh, here's my other Bulls take. My other Bulls take. Wendell Carter, rookie of the year. Book it right now. It's very possible. Book it I'm, right now. I'm probably gonna go with Trey Young. On that. That's a good. That's well, a really good take from that, the Bulls. That's and... not the hottest take right now. It's not. Uh, uh-huh. um, it's a. It's not going to be Luca though. He needs to lose some weight. He needs a year Could in the NBA Sexton. first. He's pretty good. He needs a year in the NBA first. Mm-hmm. Um, but Luca's going to be a good player. Um, apparently he's not scared to drive the lane on Joel Embiid, which is the cr- biggest crock of shit I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. anyway. Um, so congrats, Joel. Fantastic. Um, Tim's feeling good about the Celtics game. I feel really good about the Celtics game. I really do. I think it could go either way. I agree. They're a t- obviously they're the Celtics scary. are a tough team. Yep. I agree. They haven't really lost I, much. Here's if anything, they're adding. they could be they could be feeling themselves coming out. And I then I'm telling you, smack them. Yeah, that could happen. But dude, I'll Sam Decker them. dropped Jason Tatum the other night. He did. They're not invincible, I man. Saw that. Jason Tatum's pretty that was Sam pretty good. fucking Decker, the Wisconsin Badger himself. Shout out Big Cat. Yep. Absolutely dropped fucking Jason Tatum. So, um, again, I feel really good about the Celtics game. Um, starting five is another thing I feel really good about. Because let me just talk about this for a second. Your backcourt's going to be looking like Ben Simmons, Markel Fultz. Start the year. Rocco, Dario, and Bede. It's just five. That Great. is a tremendous, tremendous defensive unit. Great five, right? Mm-hmm. What What killed us in that Celtics series? Defending on the wing. Defending Big time. on the wing and... Not to get on him, but Ben Simmons not being able to open up his game with the threat of a jump shot. Doesn't have to shoot it long that much. He just has to threaten it. Yeah. So they, you know, they don't close off the lane. And obviously Terry Rozier going absolutely off against us, right? I feel like players like that always fucking go off. I agree. So Remember when Dwayne Wade went off against us? Here we go. Brutal. So that's our first unit. This is where this is going to come into play because Kyrie's back. So that means Terry Rozier is going to be on the second unit. You have... You have TJ slash Landry Shamet slash JJ as your guards um, in your second unit. You got Wilson Chandler now. You have he's Ma- going to be out for a couple weeks. That's fine. Mike Muscala, Amir Johnson, and this this is the second unit. So um, I really like that. I'm I very agree. Comfortable. Very deep. Very deep. Um, solid NBA players. There's no like Shamet's the rookie. Everyone else has been in the league. Like TJ is the second youngest, and then you got. Four veterans coming off the bench. You got JJ, you have Wilson Chandler, you have Mike Muscala, and you have Amir Johnson coming off the bench. That's awesome. That's how you win championships. I'm telling you, this team is built to make a run. I'm very excited about this team. The depth. That's the it. Depth. You're depth in correct. the NBA. Dude, and like just like the it, Warriors starting five is great. But you Andre Iguodala and Livingston and those guys coming off the bench during those those title runs in those finals they were was absolutely killer. It was killer. Yeah. 
Like, not only were they raining threes, but then when they put their bench guys in, too, they were fucking the thing about their coming bench, at you, too. Like they, their bench could fucking defend. Absolutely. So they would just stop running. It is crazy to me that they, well, like, never have had a big man. Like, A, now, now they do. Now they do. I know, okay. They sure fucking do. This is, but all the championships they've won are without a big man so far until this year. Because if they don't win the championship this year, I will be shocked. Yeah, absolutely shocked. Book it. If they if they lose, it'll be to the six. Dude, it's a lock the Warriors win the NBA Finals. And trust me, because I'm a locksmith. You like that? I like that. Thanks, and then KD's going to come to the Sixers. That'd be crazy. He's going to the Knicks. Oh, dude, I'll be pissed. Dude, apparently Kyrie, like, the Kyrie-Knicks thing is, like, a thing, apparently. Yeah, I don't believe Kyrie, one single iota that he, like, wants to stay in Boston. I know. He's a millennial like I am. I know him. He just I know millennials. To, he just wants to do fun things. I got my finger on the pulse of millennials. Oh, I know trust what me. they think. Trust me. I know millennials. Trust me. Lock it in. Lock it in. Lock it up. Trust me. I hate I, to go uh, back to kicking on the Giants, but then again, I don't. Let's go. This is an update. But uh, the New York Giants are now 4-19 since they got on the infamous boat picture. So they're almost a nice 4-20 away with Odell holding that blunt. Yeah, that's a great stat. He also was taking a video of him smoking while a chick was breaking up a line of cocaine. Yeah, everyone on forgot a about that, I feel oh, like. People I forget. Oh, I Keep, didn't. People don't. Oh, trust me. We will By not way, let Doug, that go. Doug postgame looking like a snack. Probably going he's to eat shape. some. He's probably going to get some Hagen Dots ice cream after this. And that rally beard he needs to keep that. But anyway, what kind of what kind of ice cream? Hagen Dots. What kind? What flavor? No. Vanilla. Gotta give vanilla. Cool. All right. So Sixers. Sixers. What are your biggest guarantees of the year? Like, what are you most confident? Guarantees. Yeah. Like, what are you confident in in the Sixers? That's just okay. You can rely on. Ben so, Simmons having a double double. There you go. Okay. There you go. Mine's more broad than that. Sorry, I didn't mean to jump in. But no, you're absolutely right away. You're just so talkative this week all of a sudden. No, so, you're good. secondly, I love you. Um, I think you. officially you see Ben Simmons and Joel cement themselves as stars in the NBA. I like that. That is a little bit more broader, which I like. They love take broad they things. take the step the final step forward. You're just like that guy's a stud. Like they're you already know their prospects and they're like you know that boom bust chance is like ninety five to five percent bust. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But they're gonna cement themselves in and it's gonna be we have two superstars on this team. One just signed his shoe deal with Under Armour. Ben already is with, signed with Nike. Yeah, he's on the shop this weekend with LeBron and Drake. Which like, I hate, but. I don't. I, I don't do not. I hate the Drake thing. I hate the LeBron thing. Ben Simmons That's loves being LeBron. here, and guess what? Right now, right this moment, he is on our basketball team. I am not thinking about him leaving. I mean, I do like I the fact. Saying. I do like the fact that he's like him and Drake are going to be on the same episode. Or yeah, something. like that's what I mean. That's like, huge. Yeah, like he's Drake he's thought of in LeBron. that echelon of a superstar already. Right. But them two in the high pick and roll this year, sheesh. That's sheesh. all I'm gonna say. But my guarantees this year. Does base is based around the big man. Okay, he's had a very healthy off season. He's been getting his body right. He looks the first in of his great career. Shape. Yeah, first of his career looks great shape. I think you can guarantee like twenty three and eleven out of him every single night. Book it. I can. I can't see why not. Me either. I think that he's absolutely going to put every right. Let me, every center in the league is going to be in foul trouble trying to guard Joel Embiid. Yeah. Let me counter. Yeah. Let me counteract that twenty three and eleven. Who the fuck is going to stop him? Who? Zach There's Randall. two big men, two big men, that can guard him, and give him maybe a problem. 
One of them is Boogie Cousins. The other is Anthony Davis. Uh, there's one more in there. Who? Al Horford's pretty good defensively. Pretty good defensively. Yeah. Okay. There's there's three others. Yeah, there's three out of how many NBA that's not teams? Even saying, that's not, we're not saying they can two lock of which them down. two of which yeah. Western Conference teams. Yeah. So the other the only other we're not one saying lock them down. We're saying they can. Sheesh. We're getting a little Kanye. That is a graphic a of all time. I never thought I would see this. Kanye at the White House. That'd did did Kim did Kim go with him? He had to. Nah, probably not. God, she probably doesn't have that clearance. She uses that that ass as credentials. Okay, first. Why did Con- like Kanye is allowed to politically believe in whatever he wants? I just don't trust him that he is doing this because he thinks that he's doing good. I feel I, he, like there's gonna be like a Kanye documentary coming out in a couple years where he he just wants to be Kanye and be fucking weird and people will talk about him. He's fucking weird. He is weird. Makes great music, but he is fucking weird. Does make great music. Is definitely weird. So what are you worried about this season with the Sixers? Yeah. I'm worried that they they're, they're going to regress big time. Keeping the, that in what way? In direct that wise? I'm worried about Mark. I'm worried about a lot about this team okay. being so confident. I'm worried about Markel. I'm worried about Brett Brown. I'm worried about um, us and not getting LeBron biting us in the butt. Us not getting anybody in free agency biting us in the butt. Um, I'm afraid that you know. I don't know, we get stomped by, like, Indiana all the time or something, and Indiana all, all of a sudden is higher than us, and I, I don't want to be... I want to be deadly. That's what I want. I want to be deadly. I want to be revered. I want to be scared. Oh, God. Tim, I just want to be... Kanye's hugging Trump on the TV. I could, this is absurd. This is a weird time. I, this is dude, this is... What a... This is absolutely absurd. Look at that graphic. Okay, we digress. So... What a time to be alive. You're so, fucking Tim, right. I'm going to talk you off the ledge a little bit. Okay, thank you. I don't think you have to be that worried about the Indiana Pacers, you know, us regressing, us getting so many in the offseason. Good morning, I really do Philip. think that Brett Brown has done a great job developing all of his players, developing the culture of the team, and I think we have great veterans on the team, and I think that we're going to keep going. I agree. We're going to keep pushing. We're going to get better. So, again, the over-under this year was 54.5. We all took the over? Yes. What would you I, do? I took the over. Okay. So we all took the over, I right? Think, yeah. Speaking of over-unders. Okay. Let me hit you with the over-unders for Markel Fultz's I like stat this. Line Let's play this game. This year. This is actually like Vegas. Over-under, 10.5 points per game. What do you think? I would love if he had... Hold on. Bef- before... He was Stone over. You think so? I, I agree. I'm not gonna say. I'm just. Over, I'm just saying, dude. I'm just saying. If that's the over under, I would be so happy if he got ten and a half a game. If he, I mean, that is progression. He's he will only be twenty years old. People forget. Right. Dude, people forget. People forget. Although he got like five years older physically. I think in, that in an off it, it's definitely a stone over for me. Okay. Four and a half assists per game. That's an under. You think so? Yes, because he's going to be the one creating shots on that on that unit. We don't know how much that unit is going to... Just because they're starting doesn't mean that unit's going to have the most minutes together. Exactly. I think that Mark Hell will run his own unit, especially probably he later on. might run the season. second unit, like be the guy. That's a lot of minutes. Yeah, I mean, it could it could be mixed in. Like, obviously, Ben, we're going to want JJ to play with Ben a lot. We're probably going to want JJ to play with Mark Hell a lot. Probably going to want, you know, Shamit to play with Mark Hell a lot. But I think that it's an over. For the four and a half. Okay, I like it. I just think that he's a very gifted passer okay. and a very smart point guard. I like it. Over under 
44 and a half three pointers made. 44%. That's an under. No, no 44, 44 and a half made. three pointers made. Oh, total? Yeah. 82. That's what? One a game? No. Oh, that's half a game. Yeah, he's that's an over. Okay. Uh, I'll say under for that one. I'm going to say under. What is happening? What is that? It must be a flash flood warning. Let's see what we got. Oh, it's a presidential alert. No. He said. No, you're fucking. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to say something about Kanye. I knew it. What what were you going to say? I'm sorry. (laughs) Finish that. I just saw right through you like a fucking cheese in it. Yeah, because they're so thin. Yeah, you can can see see right through. No, uh, it was a presidential alert. It said, Jesus walks. That's fucking crazy. I thought it was going to be stronger than that. Oh, this wow. Um, anyway, last one. Free throw percentage. Over under 65 and a half. I hope it's, I hope it's an over. I'm going to go with over. But what is it? I think it's going to be over. Okay. Yeah. So for me, I went 69%. Over, over 10 and a half points per game. Over four and a half assists per game. Under right? 44 and a half three pointers made. Over 65 and a half free throws made. That's what I have. I think I think he's gonna have a great year. Me too. Step up player of the year, <laughs> potentially. The Kia step up player of the year. Um, could go to Eddie House, dude. Who knows? It could. Eddie he's House. A, he's a player. Eddie Money, Jerry Stackhouse. It could be any of those guys. All right. So, very excited for the Sixers to start on Tuesday. Um, obviously, um, stay tuned or uh, like follow our our Twitter and our Instagram. We're gonna be hyping up the Sixers all the way up until game day. Game day. Um. But you know what we like to do every week? Well, not me or we. I'm talking about Kyle Pollander himself. Pollard likes to make some perfect picks, and he's going to do it right about now. Sean, cue the music. <clears throat> Getting ready. So, everyone, I'm back again. You know, it's your boy, Paul. Last week, we talked about how perfect I was. And I would like to continue talking about that. I brought up my penis, my physique. This week, I want to bring up my eyes and my smile. They're just perfect. Perfect like my picks. And Paul's perfect picks this week are as follows. The Washington Huskies take the fighting Chip Kellys of the UCLA. I am struggling. Down. They take them for a ride. Washington Huskies kill UCLA. Fuck them. Yeah, fuck Chip Kelly. Thank you. For the second game, Instagram admin, Shane Hussey, huge fan of the Golden Domers. I love him, and I also love the Golden Domers. No. You hate to see it. Over the alma mater of the highly touted Marcus Vick, Virginia Tech. Jesus. Hokey Birds. You know, I hate seeing Notre Dame win. I hope that doesn't happen. It will. You're so confident. For my final one. I just got to tell you guys something. I don't know if you heard this. The U is back. I think they're going to sneak in a a squeaky, squeaky win over the Florida State Seminoles. I don't know, man. Francois, he stays on the field a lot. Never gets hurt. He's been in college for 90 years. Longer than fucking... Who who was it? Was it... He's an eighth-year senior, that guy. Brutal. That dude redshirted 20 years ago. Brutal. But... Paul, thank you for your picks. Thank you. Always it, dude, if if he goes perfect again, like another week in a row, 12 and 0. he'll be 12-0. You know what that means? 
I don't even know what that means. That's fucking crazy. Just gotta keep tuning in to find out. The world is a crazy place, but we're gonna end this with the last the process. You know, our favorite segment. Once when you guys tweet us, you Instagram DM us, you ask us questions, we answer them. We love you, Sean. Thank you, Tim. That was a uh, that was a beautiful introduction. Thank you. So our first question comes from one of our avid listeners, Andrew Joseph. Gillen. Shout out. Kapler's current corner. Hashtag. Kapler's Kapler's inventor of Kapler's corner. Definitely. Okay. Kind of like Da Vinci, but like for like a block. At A underscore Joseph 08 on Twitter. You want to set this up, Paul, before I read it? You want me to read it? Read the question. I'll set it up. Okay. If all of the details in this article come to fruition and Kapler is forced out of the man- managerial role, how does that impact a young team and which direction do the Phils go for a replacement? So pretty much the article that he sent me involved the L.A. Dodgers and a few other franchises that were not named are being investigated for a possible human trafficking situation going on with their baseball players. I mean, you when people say human trafficking, they usually think of sex trafficking. No. It's not that. It's getting players. It's for labor and for extortion of money for when they finally get to the States. Wow. And to play baseball. So this impacts the Phillies because Gabe Kapler was on the – the staff as a player scout shit during that time the the Dodgers had a spreadsheet of their their coaches that were involved in this and one to five their level of like crimes pretty much yeah like one being they're not really breaking the yeah. law to five they're really bad so this could mean that Gabe Kapler could get an MLB ban okay well let this me is a big deal this is a big deal and I'll, let me tell you right now if he was a part of this and doing that, I don't want him as my fucking coach anyway. I agree. But if if you know, again, I would like. Obviously, this is unfortunate because we we said this before on the podcast. We have to keep consistency in that front office and in yeah. that head coaching and that like coaching you said, position. How does it impact a young team? It impacts it very much. It's very impactful. It's like consistency with these young guys is very key, um, and I, that would be devastating. I think to the. The yeah. development of this team right now. Yeah, personally, I don't think that he would have much to do with it. But if he isn't involved with the franchise, then the penalties could come down to him as harsh as the next guy. Yeah. So that's very bad. Um, if he does, if he does get banned, like we're just gonna have to pick up our head and hire a new manager. Well, the the Astros or someone's looking. At, I don't think it's the Astros. Obviously, they're looking at our third base coach. Our third base coach is up for grabs, so maybe he'll just do that. Yeah, possibly. That's unfortunate. Let's go on a little lighter note here. Yeah. Okay, so now we have a question from our good friend Joe Weichman at this might be Joe on Twitter. Nice. So actually, it's a solid Twitter handle. So really, is it Joe Weichman? It could it be. All right, whatever. I'm gonna it read could it. Be how Joe. many birds? That's not. A Shout out how many birds are in this tree? Okay. Anyway, steel cage match with Gritty and Macho Man Randy Savage, but he's Bone Saw from Spider Man. Oh, okay. So who walks out? Alive. Or just walks out. Who walks out? Who walks out? They're okay. in a steel cage, bro. Okay. People don't survive a steel cage. Because if you know one thing about Bonesaw, he's ready. He's ready. Okay. <laughs> he took out the Flying Dutchman. He, he did. Remember, couldn't take out the the Amazing Man Spider. The Amazing <laughs> Toby Maguire. What is Gritty? What is Gritty taking out so far? He's taking out a couple goalies. I saw. Here's what he. You know what he should do? He should take out a life insurance policy. Because Bonesaw is going yeah, to fucking go destroy Bonesaw. him. Bonesaw is Even though 
found a new love for Gritty. I, I love it. Gritty, but I'm I just saying. Know, I think Gritty could sort of sweeten him up a little he's bit. He's kind of gritty if you think about it. Dude, he'd keep working. He's going to work hard for the boys. Bonesaw, he only said, how many minutes of pain did Bonesaw guarantee? Three minutes. Three minutes of pain. I think Gritty can grit that out. four seconds. <laughs> oh, jeez. Dude, Gritty can only last for two minutes. A minor for slashing. <sighs> Good one. I think Gritty comes out of that alive. Okay. All right. So now our next question is from a very, very, very sour Eric Costas. Oh, here we go. Fucking Penn State. Can you ask Paul why he vetoed my trade? Though I'm glad he did because Omari Cooper stinks. Love the pod. Thanks. Okay. Yeah, thanks for the pod, love. Yeah. Sounds like he loves the say, pod. I vetoed it too. Okay. So wait, wait hold on. Wait, hold on. How, how, let's do this. Tell me the trade. And I'll let you know if I would have vetoed it as well. It was James White and Amari, Amari Cooper, Cooper for Julian Edelman, who hasn't come back yet. Well, wasn't back before this. And who? Jordan Howard. Who? All right, so who was Pastas trading? He was trading Jordan Howard and uh, Julian Edelman. For Cooper and... Cooper and James White, who's like the fifth best running back this year. So. Yeah, that's not happening. What's his record? I don't know. It, I, don't know. I, would veto, I would have vetoed that shit too. For me, the reason I veto this process is I literally veto every single trade that comes through that league. Four or three other members have to veto it. I just am against trades. Everyone hits me up for trades. I never do it. I just don't like trades. I just didn't. I didn't think it was fair. I didn't like it. All right. It's simple as that. Okay. So. Go Penn State. James Franklin. Our next question is from another avid listener, Quas at Caesar on Twitter. Shut up. He wants our opinions on Markel starting over JJ. I know JJ said he was cool with it, but just wanted to get your guys' opinion. Um, I love it. I love that JJ is finally um, embracing t- embracing it. The vet, the he's going to be a coach. He's yeah. going to be a he'll he'll be an assistant like maybe in Philly even like he'll stay here. Um, just like TJ, he's going to be a coach one day too. Yeah, but following in his father's um, footsteps, I, I think Markel. Um, is definitely going it, like I love his role right now. I love Brett's confidence in him. It's only going to make Markel's confidence bigger when Car- Markel succeeds. This team succeeds. I love it. Me too. Um, I actually listened to JJ Reddick's podcast today. Had a pretty good one with Dirk. If you guys want to listen to that, um, he actually opened up talking about that. He said a few minutes before the first practice of um, like the offseason workouts, Brett Brown approached him, talked to him about it, asked him if he was okay with it, and JJ pretty much said. That, honestly, Brett, if you think this is a good idea, I am 100% game for it. I just want the team to win. So that's great out of JJ. Um, You know, it's a fucking, what am I trying to say? A cliche. It's not about who starts the game. It's about who finishes the game. Of course. And who gets the most minutes. I think that JJ realizes that. I think that, (laughs) that guy's ugly. Sorry. There's a guy on TV right now. Looks like a mugshot. He's very ugly. That's what I'm talking about. Yep. Ew. He looks like James Conner. Anyway, you don't think so? No, continue. <laughs> anyway, Markel, I think that it's going to give him a huge boost of confidence, just like Dario loves starting. I think that Markel wants to start, and I think that they'll be good. I agree. Um, is that it? So that's it this week for Ask the Process. And I think that's going to be it this week for us, guys. It is 20 after 12 um, now on Friday morning. And You're welcome. I, I want to go to bed. For fact, That's facts. Um, so... Without any further ado, first off, great win by the Eagles. Very excited for the Sixers. 
stay tuned to our Twitter and our Instagram. We have big news, obviously, in the works. Big things are happening right now. Big things. We're Huge. just busting through the ceiling, right? As as we speak, just absolutely busting right through the ceiling. Um, so hashtag socks off. Hashtag fans in Japan. Hashtag R.I.P. Mac Miller. Thank hashtag you. go gritty. Hashtag fly eagles fly. Hashtag go Cherokee Chiefs. That's Let's one. go. Shout out Eric Cassidy. My brother. Huge fan of the pod. Love it. Get go Chiefs. Go Chiefs go. I'm going to be rocking that brown By the and way, orange. Brown and orange. I Let's go. I personally on the pod. There's no way you wear a large t-shirt. That's all I'm going to say. You can end the pod. You, yeah, okay. 